Hi, this is S.U.C. Say with Real Game, brought to you by Basketball Basketball Psychology, the show that brings basketball and other sports to you in a way that you can easily understand. I'm here with C.G. and Mike, and today we have another NBA recap. Let's get into it. Halfway through the season, fellas. Halfway through the season, almost at the All-Star break. So what's y'all's what's y'all's biggest reaction or their biggest takeaway from the season thus far? Well, to start off, I'll say that um there's been a lot of surprises, been a lot of um people meeting my expectations that I thought and a lot of people not meeting the expectations. For one, um some of the younger guys Speaking specifically on on the Rockets, I thought it that they would um, come with a little bit more fire this this year and 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 be up in a running for one of those top teams. I had a lot of expectations for those guys. Give them a little bit more time. Granted, they are kind of still rebuilding, but I, I expected a lot more from them. But on the other end, I think that Shy has definitely exceeded my expectations so yeah rockets um, just need some vets over there man yeah they do they need some vets bad um one team that is, is really sad to me is the bulls because they have they have some good pieces, but Lonzo being out for them, it really hurts, you know, because I think I feel like that was him and Caruso were their like defensive anchors and they just they can't get anything done on defense. So they can't win any games. So. <clears throat> yeah, the Bulls definitely. They got some pieces, man, but I just think they ain't got enough. At all. End of the day. But, the spark is man, you said that spark? Yeah, the way he was talking about with Lonzo and Caruso, that's that spark that they mm-hmm. need. Facts. Lonzo just keeps everything together low-key. Definitely does. <clears throat> But uh, my biggest takeaway thus far will probably have to be the some of the scoring outputs that we've seen early on this season. I'm, look, I'm looking at it, and there's been 16 times that a player has scored 50 or more this season. Sheesh. I knew it was a lot Man. of scoring, but not that much. Bro, it's D Mitch seventy one, Luca sixty, and B fifty nine, D Book fifty eight, Giannis fifty five, A D fifty five, Clay fifty four, and B fifty three, Siakam fifty two, Tatum fifty one, Luca fifty one, D Book fifty one, Darius Garland fifty one, Dame fifty one, Luca fifty, Steph fifty. And it's a few players that ain't got forty, a few forty balls, so that just kind of that's it's crazy to see like <laughs> the scoring outputs so far in the season, man. Like we're we're not even halfway through the season. Like I just it blows my mind to what we're gonna see 
later in the season, for real. One of those that kind of bothers me, and y'all can call me a hater or whatever. Hey, let's see, I'll come on, bro. Like, I- <laughs> Say that. Well, why it bothers you? Sorry, man? but I got to speak. I seen, I seen that 50 ball. It was legit. No, it's legit. Like, he be scoring. I like he he he's he scores the ball. I'm just not a fan of it, bro. I I feel like his right leg is always sticking out, and like it's it's real specific, but <laughs> I just don't like his game that much, bro. Like, don't get me wrong, he's a bucket. It just doesn't look well to me. I'm I'm not a fan of his his fifties. I feel you. It's not aesthetically pleasing for you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. <clears throat> so next, man, we're going to tap into the to the standings right now. Let's take a look at them. Uh, in the East, Celtics, one. Bucks, two. Sixers, three. Nets, four. Cavs, five. Heat, six. Knicks, seven. Hawks, eight. And then I'll do the two. Nine and ten. You got Indiana, nine. And Chicago, ten. So, what what y'all think about that, man? Yeah, that's 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 how it's gonna end up. You think it's gonna move around a little bit? What you think? Honestly, I feel that the East is as competitive as it's ever been. Real in terms of just how many teams can actually get to the championship, because I'm still a, a big of the Cavs. Um, one through five, I feel like it's a toss-up. Um, so, I don't, I don't have much to say about that. I think that is something that on the time is going to be able to tell. And and, mm-hmm. and the Hawks can, can be a, a sneaky team, too. So, no, I, I think that the, the East is very competitive. But in that same in that same instance, I feel like there's only maybe three or four teams, the top three or four, have a serious chance of winning. The Cavs are right there, but they they need another piece, or they need it. But as far as those other teams, I feel like the Seventy Sixers are are right there. The the Nets are playing well, backed by. Kevin Durant, he he's gotten better after a, a Achilles tear. That never happens. Giannis is going to do Giannis things, but it's going to be hard for them because I don't think Middleton will ever be the same. And then you got those young guys, that number one team, them, them Celtics, they really sharing that ball, and they got two guys. They have they – have they have two two guys that can be a number one that are wings. So, you know, that's not that's very rare in today's game. So I don't know. Man, so before the season we did our conference finals predictions. And in the East, so I said Bucks Sixers, Micah said Cavs Sixers, and Sue you said Bucks Sixers as well. Y'all y'all wanna stand on that or y- y'all think it's gonna switch up. What, what, what y'all feel? I I want to switch up. 
Me hey, too. I'm not too set on yeah, I think I'll be there too. I'm not too set on the Sixers Ooh. right now, to be honest. Like, I love the Sixers. I love Embiid. I love Harden. But I'm I'm not too set on them right now. I, I would like to go Celtics and Cavs. I'm going to keep the Cavs there, though. Okay. Uh, I feel like for me, I kind of slipped on my boys. I got to throw the Celtics in there. And I'm going to go on the ledge. I'm going to go on the ledge. And if, if, if the Nets can get healthy, I'm going to say Celtics Nets. I could definitely see it. Yeah. I could see yeah. it. <clears throat> I agree. I slept on I slept on the Celtics. I, I really don't know why. I thought losing uh, Ime Udoka would have a bigger impact than it's proven to have. So I think the Celtics will definitely be there in the conference finals. And then if the Nets can stay healthy, I'm going to go with the Nets as well. But if not the Nets, then I'm going to have to go with the Bucks because I don't think nobody else in the – East will be able to stop Giannis outside of the Celtics. He's a force, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> so moving it on to the West, the West, the West standings. We got the Nuggets one, Memphis Grizzlies two, Kings three, Pelicans four, Mavs five, Utah Jazz six, Warriors seven, Clippers eight. Thunder nine and Timberwolves ten. What y'all? I'm about to say what y'all think. I think I don't think that the top teams will change much. I think that the Warriors will go up a little bit in that standing. I feel like the Kings will kind of float between that three. That three and six range, they're gonna they're they're gonna make the they're gonna make the playoffs without a play in. Um, but I think that the Nuggets are fools gold. Fools gold, why? Um, it's just because like they have they have all the pieces offensively, but. I really don't think when it comes down to it, they're going to get any stops. And that's that's what really matters in the playoffs because the, the, the game slows down. You're not just running and gunning like they want to. So you got to rely on playing defense, some possessions, and getting stops. And if you're not doing that against teams like the Warriors and, and um, who else? Who else is Grizzlies, Mavs. Yeah, the Grizzlies, the Mavs. Even I even throw the Suns in there. If you can't do that against those types of teams, then you really don't have a chance. Not nah, as fair. So your prediction <laughs> is, is who in the in the Western Conference? Uh, hold on, hold on. We're we gonna get there. Oh, we're gonna get there. We're just going with the initial initial reactions based off of the standings. So which you up, Mike? In all honesty, I don't know where the Kings came from. <laughs> I have no idea where the Kings came from. Like, 
the Kings is one of those teams where I feel like I forgot they even had an NBA team for a second. Like I thought they were those those old teams where um who was the ball head dude? Was it Carlos Boozer? Who who was it? No, it wasn't Carlos. Mm-hmm. Ah. You get what I'm saying? But I quit disrespecting like that. Darren Fox has definitely been doing his thing for real, for real. Um, I feel that the West right now is is weird, to say the least, in terms of the rankings from one through eight. The Suns, I definitely believe that they'll be higher up. I mean, not the Suns. Um... The Warriors, I'll say that. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's a lot of changes that's going to happen between the time of now and when playoffs start. So, the Warriors. If we started tomorrow, the Warriors would be in the play-in. And so I agree with y'all. I don't think they're gonna stay there. I think they're gonna basically work their way up to where they don't even have to play in the play-in. Uh, I'm looking at OKC at nine is kind of interesting to me just because we know they got Shea. We know what he's going to bring every night. But they low-key got a lot of young, talented pieces over there, and they play hard and compete. Yeah. So if they were to find their way in the play-in, that's that's a team that I wouldn't necessarily want to see in the play-in just because they don't got nothing to lose, and they're going to – come out and play hard like so uh also i see the suns making their way at least into that top 10 to where they in the play in at the very minimum uh if the Lakers, if the Lakers can get healthy i could see them making their way up there too you know i would love to see Bron in the playoffs uh so hopefully that can happen and then the biggest surprise for me would probably be Utah Jazz at six. Like I ain't, I ain't expect to see them competing as well as they are this season, uh, considering that they basically went with a full rebuild, uh, giving away they they top two players, but uh, they got some young talent over there as well, and they be competing. Uh, they're well coached, play hard, got some skilled players, uh, guys that's showing different uh different parts of their game that they haven't got to show before in their careers. Larry. <laughs> oh. Uh for our predictions in the West for the conference finals, I had Warriors, Mavs, Mike, you had Warriors, Clippers, and Sue, you had Warriors, Nuggets. Y'all standing on that or y'all wanna switch? I'm standing on mine as long as the the Nuggets don't see them before the fin the conference finals. Uh, That's fair. Yeah, you're gonna have to switch that, Mike. I already know. I yeah, I gotta I gotta switch that. Dude. <laughs> Man, I don't. That nigga said the Clippers. Ah, I ain't gonna lie. That one that one was way off. The thing is, bro, I I think that injuries are definitely affecting them to a, a very high standard. And I, I, I was good on that pick 
in the beginning, but right now, just the way things are rocking, yeah, I got to go away from the Clippers. I'll have to probably put – I like I like the Grizzlies. I really do like the Grizzlies. I like the, the energy that they carry right now, and I like the swag that they're playing with. They have a different type of um, feel about them. Um, I know I got two teams, but I'm going to just say this. If not the Grizzlies – this is a lot a long one. If the Lakers are able to get into the playoffs, I think they could actually make some noise. But I'm gonna say Warriors Grizzlies. I like I like your I like your your Lakers pick, bro. <laughs> yeah, Brown and A D in the series is tough to beat. Like yeah. that's that's a tough feat. No, and nobody right now. him as a lower seed. Yeah. Uh, with mine, I think I'm a. I think I'm a stand on what I said with the Warriors and the Mavs. Uh, I'm just giving it to the Warriors because I believe they was the champs last season. You know, they know what it takes to get there. They got that man, Steph Curry. I can't doubt Steph Curry. They got that boy Wardell. Yeah. And with the Mavs, I just believe, like, no, can't nobody stop Luka. That's, it just come down to that. And I don't think he going to go out sad to nobody except for the, to, except for the Warriors. Like, I think that's the only team that could really, truly beat him and beat the Mavs because if the Warriors somehow don't make the playoffs, I got the Mavs in the finals. Like, I don't think nobody finna beat the Mavs with Luka, bro. <laughs> like, I just don't see them stopping it, bro, because it's always the Luka show, and Luka going to keep coming, bro. He going to empty the clip every game, bro. Like, he don't, he don't stop. Like, he just keep going, bro. Like, <laughs> So it's a lot to deal with, bro. And I think he got the mental the mental advantage over a lot of teams in the West. You think they'll beat the Nuggets? Yeah, bro. I don't think I don't think that they lose I don't think Luca would like lose to the Nuggets, bro. Like I just like Luca be going toe to toe with he was going toe to toe with Kawhi and PG, like he only lost to the Warriors, like I don't think he losing to the Nuggets, bro. Nah, you right. <laughs> like, like he done seen he done seen more than that, bro. So it's to him, it's like, bro, the Nuggets, like, yeah, they got Jokic, but who gonna stop Luca? Like, yeah, yeah, that's like, that's a pick your poison series. Facts. Neither one of them can stop each other. Facts. I just. I know Luca, like I said, he's gonna empty the clip every time, bro. Like <laughs> he gonna keep shooting. It don't matter if he having a bad shoot or not, he just gonna he gonna keep going, bro. The ball always gonna be in his hands. <laughs> so yeah. Gotta gotta stick with stick with that uh with that pick. Luca ball is very hard to stop. I can't cap. On to the next topic, man. All star. All-Star break about to come up. Man, the All-Star game is in Utah this season, bro. I'm, that's terrible. Like, who picked that? Like, 
It's going to be cold. Like, they're not finna go out. Nothing like, what, what they finna do in Utah, bro? I did not like Utah. Nah, but so, yeah, all-star break coming up. Uh, y'all probably y'all ain't got to give me your full 12, but just who are, who are some definite all-stars you got this year, maybe, and then maybe a couple of surprise or first-time all-stars. We could start in – let's start in the West. Mm, definite, so I the job in Rance, I mean – Got mm-hmm. in there. Um, who else would I like to see in there? I would like to see, just because the Kings aren't in as much as they are, I would like to see possibly Fox or um, the bonus or one of them get into there. So, do you think both? Do you think it's possible that both of them could get in, or would it only be one of them? Possibly, possibly one with the other one being a reserve. Um, but yeah, I only probably see one just because of how many great cities in the West right now. You got the Lucas, the LeBrons, the Currys. The you get what I'm saying? So. Hmm. Uh. I give I give a five and then well I give a few no no brainers and then I give I feel like ooh the West you 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 gotta throw Braun, Steph, Luca, Jokic, who else? First time All Star Shea Gilgis Alexander. Oh yeah, he's he's getting it. He's getting it. And then another first time All Star Zion Williams. Oh, Zion! No, he was All Star last year, I think. He was? Yeah, he was All Star last year. He didn't play last year, bro. He was an All Star before. I know it, bro. No, he He was. I'm finna look, bro. I know it because I remember seeing him, bro. That's that's a- he was in the rising stars. Zion- nah, bro, he was in the you're right, 2021. Okay. Yeah, that was the year before. My fault, though. 2021 all star game, that's he crazy. got that by default, though. He really deserved this one. He was the fourth youngest player ever in the all star game. Well, I take Shea, I take Shade in. Shay is my is my. First time All Star. I got you. Another first time All Star. I'm gonna throw out there, Laurie Markiner. He's definitely yeah. an All Star. He's he been showing out this season for sure. He's been looking different. Uh, I have a feeling, bro. We finna have in the West another All Star that's like it'll be a first time All Star, and it'll be somebody that most people like probably won't be guessing. I don't necessarily know who that will be, but some people that I have in mind is like uh, Jeremy Grant or even they might even get a nod to Aaron Gordon, bro. I could see that happening because they're a top team. It's going to be one of those guys. 
Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see something like that happening. Uh, yeah. Okay, on to the East. Paolo. Whoa, you throwing that out there? Paolo. Rookie? Would that be? Okay. I think that might be the first. He would be the first rookie ever. Brian wasn't that nigga been his rookie year. Nah, I think it was the second year. That nigga been going toe to toe with everybody. I seen it coming. Yeah, he does. Man, that would be something, bro. That would be a crazy accomplishment, and I can't even say he not deserving of it because he been doing his thing like out the gate. I just, man, them. It, it, I think it would be hard for him though, just because I they know they not. Yeah, I know they're not supposed to take that into consideration for real, but it's going to hurt him, I feel like. I respect that. Um, Other than obvious, you got the James Harden's, the um, Giannis, Embiid. Mm -hmm. Got those guys. Um, One person that I have been hearing a little bit noise about is D Rose for some reason? Mm, In terms I don't know about that one. He's got a lot of votes <laughs> just because people want to see him, bro. Like, but yeah, the, in terms the of fan, that, the fan I don't know. You know, D Rose is always going to be a, a fan favorite and just one of those people who's always in the hearts of all basketball fans. So, but I don't know if that will actually happen, but I have heard a little bit of rumors here and there. I, I got a wild card. I'm listening. Tyler Hero. Ooh, that would definitely be a wild card. I haven't heard too much about him. I'm finna, I'm finna yeah, take actually, a look at his numbers. He's the best player on the, on the, uh, on the Heat team, bro. <laughs> he averages 21. Six rebounds, five assists. Solid. What he keep he keep them afloat, bro. When they don't have no movement, it's him. When they get stagnant, it's just him, bro. Not wrong about that. But that's I'm gonna just say that's definitely a wild card. <laughs> and he he didn't miss some games this season. I know he's been hurt, so. I don't know. I, I like to see young talent in the All-Star game, so I wouldn't be upset or disappointed if he ended up making it. Uh, Yeah. Hopefully, that boy Slim Reaper, Kevin Durant, is back. I would love to see him in the All-Star game. Um, as for first-timers, uh, y'all already touched on some of the definites. First-timers, I think that, that kid, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, I think he could slide up in there. I think he, at one point, I know he led the league in assists. I'm not sure if he's still leading. Yeah, that's 20, 20 and 10 a night. So uh, I think he, he can get up in there, especially with there should be a spot open because LaMelo, LaMelo went down. Um. I know the Knicks gonna get at least one. I don't know if it's gonna be Julius or if it's gonna be Brunson, but they they both 
kind of taking turns playing like all stars. So I have a I have a feeling one of them is gonna get in. I I I think I'm gonna give the nod to Julius, bro. He averaged twenty four. 11, she, 24, 11, and 4. Yeah. That's that's solid. Brunson, 23, 4, and 6. Yeah, they probably uh, don't give it to Julius. I think that is his team. I think I got to give it to Brunson, man. They, it wasn't nothing for real until Brunson came. Like I ain't gonna say it wasn't nothing, but you know Brunson then came in and elevated them. I, I so. can I can agree to that. And then I got one more wild. This is my wild card. He would be a first time All Star if he made it. The seven footer, <laughs> Chris Stops Porzingis. What is this? He averaged he averaged twenty two, nine, and and three assists, but he's shooting he's shooting forty seven from the field, thirty five from the three, and eighty two okay. free throw. Facts. He's playing well. He's playing well. And then they say Luke ain't had no help, but that <laughs> looked like some help to me. And... We ain't speak on that one. Yeah, we'll we'll say that for another day. <laughs> okay, man. Transition right into the to the MVP. The MVP race is picking up. It always picks up around this time of the season. Um, before the season, all three of us had Luca as the MVP. The current, the current, you know, they do the little MVP tracker throughout the season. So currently, they have Jokic as one, Luka two, Tatum three, Giannis four, and Embiid is five. Back. I'm gonna stick with my pig. You gonna stand on? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to stand pick? on it. Honestly. I don't want to see um, Jokic winning again. I honestly just don't. Like, I respect him in his game, but I. I'll go about it. I mean, I respect what he's doing, but. We're going to give him three. I don't know about it. We're going to give him three straight facts. He ain't, he ain't won. He can't even make the finals. The finals, he ain't. You get what I'm saying? Like, has he won a conference final? He's not even getting there. The three straight has been won once, right? Say it again. Nah, no. He's been there, but he ain't won. Three straight has only been done once, though, right? One time. Three straight MVPs has done, been done one time, bro. Who is that by? Larry Legend, Larry Bird. That would <sighs> if we give Jokic three straight MVPs, that's gonna put him in a whole different category. Like people gonna look <laughs> back at that and be like, three straight MVPs, like 
he had to be the best player at that time. Hey, they said they said if Jokic get three straight, they gonna have to pull out the diamond test. <laughs> It's looking fraudulent, bro. Like, Jokic is a great player, bro. We can't just keep giving him the MVP because if we give it to him, if we give him a third MVP, he gonna do the same thing next year. So we gonna give it to him again. Like he done showing that he gonna do the same thing in the regular season. Like, He's very consistent. Yeah, we gotta put a stop to it, bro. We can't keep giving it to him just because you know the numbers look good or last year they gave it to him because. His team was out. Like we just can't, we can't do that, bro. Like no shade to Jokic, bro. Jokic a great player. Just three straight is crazy. Seventy-seven, man. Man, seventy-seven. I know I said Luca at the beginning of the season, but I think I'm gonna have to switch my pick to Tatum. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Tatum, bro. He's the best player on the number one team in the league. And I seen a theory that I that I kind of liked the other day. You know, most people, when they talk about MVP, you know, it's like most valuable to your team. And they're like, if I take so-and-so off of this team, like what would the team be? And so I know the knock against Tatum is Tatum has a good team. So if I take Tatum off of the Celtics, the Celtics are still good. But it's impressive to me that, with his good team, like Tatum is still able to get his game off while other people on his team still get their game off. Like Jalen Brown is scoring like a first option. Like if he was on a, a different team, he would probably be a first option and the numbers support that. So that's just <laughs> impressive to me that Tatum can still get his while not getting in the way of Jalen Brown and other people so that they can still get theirs. Add that on top of he's winning and he's, you know, the forefront of winning and he affects winning offensively, defensively, he just everywhere. There's two-way wings in the league. That's what I'm saying. So I'm at, I'm going to go at Tatum and then Luca a close second. So if Luca get it, I still win. <laughs> I can respect that. I can respect that. Man, we finna wrap it up, though. But before we go, I need two pros and two Joes. The pros is two two players or teams that, you know, have been exceeding or doing well uh, than what you thought. And the Joes would be two things that you're disappointed in or uh, falling short of your expectations. First, my two pros. Yeah, just start with the pros. Everybody do the pros, and then we'll go to the Joes. My two pros. I'm gonna tip my hat to the to the Kings as a team. I'm gonna tip my hat to them. And my other pro is Donovan Mitchell. He's been he's been showing me something that he didn't show me in Utah, so I I got to tip my hat off to him as well. That I'll say my two pros will have to be 
for one, hats off to Kyrie Irving, man, for, for turning it around. Um, that's my first pro, and then that one, I'm gonna give it to a team which I y'all hear me continuously talk. The Cavs, <laughs> I have to give it to the Cavs. Boys, who can? My first pro, I'm gonna have to repeat. Who? B. Mitch. I'd have seen Jalen Brunson go at his head in the playoffs last year. So for D. Mitch to come back, you know, new team, new situation, and just to step up the way he stepped up this year, you know, that's that's commendable. So hats off to him. Uh, my second pro, I'm gonna have to give it to KD, uh, just for the way that they started. Uh, KD caught a lot of flack. Uh, it was one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, it was a point in time where it was just him out there. Uh, but he didn't, he didn't, he held everything together. Uh, they got a new coach, uh, got everybody back healthy and it looks like down to up and up. So I hope he can get healthy, uh, soon. So now we're on to the Joes, two Joes, two things you disappointed in, two players. Uh, let's go. My first joke is the NBA officiating. Mm, that's a great one. Yeah. I feel like it has been piss poor this year. I feel like they miss a lot of calls, like game changing calls, like calls that would that have lost games and it just it looks it looks like they're doing it purposely. <laughs> so that's my first Joe. And my other Joe is Zach Levine. Great player, great talent, but I just don't think that he's a winner. I witnessed the other night, they were down three with a few seconds left, and he didn't even, he didn't. It was, it was, it was, it was two or three guys open that he could have passed to on the three point line, all of which all of which that 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 shoot 30, 30 plus from the three point line. And he didn't even shoot a three. He shot a pull up mid range jumper and they were down three and he missed. With the game on the line? With two with like three seconds left. <laughs> down three, shot a two. Yo. Sounds like he about buckets. Not about yeah, I don't like that. Facts. I don't like that. <laughs> he just needed two more points, bro. Was he was he two off from third? Yeah, <laughs> that boy had his own self on the parlay. Facts. Facts. <laughs> hey, hey, his homies probably told him like, "Yo, I bet the over. Like, I need that. <laughs> bet the over on your parlay, bro." DeRozan not playing. You got to get this. I put a band on that. Man. Uh, Mike, you got yeah. your Joes? Yeah, for my two Joes, one, I'm going to have to throw Steve Nash up there. I'm throwing, throwing Steve Nash up there. That's my, my first Joe. 
I feel that he could have done better in terms of, of that team. And we see that he could have done better because of how well they're actually playing right now. And um, for the second, Joe, I'm going to have to go ahead and throw the Clippers up there. Um, I, I understand it's a, <laughs> it's a lot going on, but that one game that I watched, man, when um, Kawhi and um, help me out, Paul George was playing, and they both went for, I think, three points and two points or something like that. Yeah, it was that bad, bro. One of them, he and the other one had like five. And they were both like one for nine, two for eight. And they didn't score for like 12 possessions straight or something like that, bro. It was it was bad. And at that point, I was like, yeah, y'all are despicable to the game of basketball right now, bro. Like, <laughs> this is on ESPN. But, yeah, those are my two Joes. <clears throat> Ah, and then there was one. My first Joe has got to be the Los Angeles Lakers front office. You got 38-year-old LeBron James. He old as hell. Still (laughs) producing like he 28. Still producing, bro. It's the craziest thing like I ever seen, bro. Like I still can't wrap my mind around how he be doing that at that age. So you got him doing his thing, and when Anthony Davis is healthy, he plays like a top five player. So it's just a shame to see that the front office is not putting the right supporting cast around them for them to be successful, like. They're really just wasting wasting a, a year for LeBron if they don't make no moves or no trades, bro. Like it's just crazy to see. Like all cause they wanna they wanna save some money. Bro, it's crazy though that they could win. Like they could really win if they decided to pay some people and get some different players. And my second Joe would have to be it had to be Scotty Barnes. He was the rookie. He was the rookie of the year last year, so I feel like with that, you know, comes the territory. Like we expect more from you, we expect a lot from you. I don't think he's really taken that that jump that some of the other players in his class have taken. He's regressed. Yeah, and the the numbers supported like he. In terms of points, he averaged pretty much the same amount of points, but he's shooting worse from the field, worse from the three, slightly better from the free throw line. But I don't know. I just expect more from somebody that we gave the rookie of the year from. So he got to be better in my in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> but man, that wraps it up. Uh, Got the all-star break coming up, man. NBA season is just is is about to get real serious, fellas. So I hope y'all boys is tuned in. <clears throat> what, what you got, Sue? Y'all tune in to this greatness that's about to happen for before this all-star break, man. LeBron is finna break that record. Man, 
that's going to be a crazy day once he breaks that record. They're saying 12, 13 games is going to happen, so that would be before the All-Star break. We may have to do it. 12 and 13 games, where would he be at? I might take all my life savings and And go to the game. (laughs) I don't even know. I'm going to have to check on that. We may have to do a a special episode just just when he break it. We we may have to talk about that. Most definitely. But as always, we appreciate the listeners. We appreciate the viewers, man. Thank you for tapping in to us. Uh, hearing us talk basketball, uh, hearing us talk basketball psychology. Um, as always, the podcast is available on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio. Uh, shout out to Riverside for the for the streaming services. Um, as always, be sure to tell somebody uh, that that new basketball psychology podcast, the real game, just dropped. Uh, we're going to be having new episodes for y'all, man. we just getting back into this, so we appreciate all the support. Uh, this is CG. I got Sue with me. got Mike with me, and we signing out. We're going to see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>